Hi, Mr. Smiley. My name is Justin, and I'm messaging you all the way from Cap City, a.k.a. Sacktown, Sacramento. Just wanted to reach out and tell you how good it is to hear your voice again. Man, I can't even tell you. I used to watch your show all the time, every day, never missed it. And I always just walked away feeling like a better human being. Like, I just felt enriched by you and listening to you and wide array of guests on your show. You're one of the great orators of my time, and I'm so glad that you're back. And I look forward to listening to you on your new venture via KBLA. Much love. See how simple it is? We've got a lot to talk about, but we want to hear from you. So take a moment to download the KBLA 1580 app wherever you get your apps. And thank you. We've thank got you. a lot to talk about. I've got the power. Baby. Oh, this is downtown. Out in the back just like that, like that. I'm going to blow your What's mind down to get out on the what? phone what? Like, our, that, um, like that. Our holiday party. It's gonna be. A, I just. I just went. No, I just went there. Yeah, I just. I just went to. Uh, Did you like it? Um. Yeah, it was good. It was good. You know, they were still opening, and so they were still working on things. Um, the, the chicken was good. Chicken was good. I had the oxtails. The oxtails were okay. Uh, I want to try the shrimp and grits. You have an opportunity to. Yeah, shrimp and grits, and then I had some whiskey that I just couldn't drink. It was like, ugh. Shrimp and grits sounds great. Well, not everybody can do it, so I got to I got to test their shrimp and grits to see how how it is. For the, you know, so maybe I'll do that. I'll be the judge. Yeah, my friend was like, "Yeah, I invested in this uh, whiskey company. Tell me how it is." I said, "Like alcohol? Like it was like I've never tasted whiskey that was like harsh." I was like, "What are they putting in this gasoline?" Yeah. Uh this trans person really confused the crap out of me. And what else is new? I know. It, no, it's TikTok listen. TikTok thing? Yeah, this is a TikTok thing. So this is a trans person who's a boy who transitioned into a woman who doesn't like men. Yeah. I know it's confusing, Kiara. It's very confusing. It's very so let me help y'all confusing. since y'all saying y'all confused. I get this question a lot. Why are you transgender and only want to be with women? I love that. Why are you trans, trans, transgender? I, I love, I, I love our people and they, and they words. Why are you transgender and only want to be with women if you were already born a male and you was already dealing with women? There was always something special about me. I've always wanted to be a girl since I was a little kid. I was like eight years old. And predominantly black mothers are not with that. So my mother said... None of my sons will be gay because she seen me switching and walking down the hallway. So I put up this masculine persona. I would buy panties, I would buy clothes, and just see how I looked in it. In my early 20s, I had an experience to know that I don't like men. I'm 29 now. Then on top of that, they say, so if you're a lesbian, what classifies you as a lesbian? Because I'm transgender, I wouldn't be heterosexual. I would be considered a lesbian because I objectify she, her, and hers. I tell people this all the time, females or males, I come with a book bag. Now, whether I use it all the time, that's the thing. Sometimes I like to pleasure a woman 
without having full intercourse. I have sex. I like my ass rubbed. I like, let's take some sexy pictures in this lingerie. There's things about me that people would never get. So I'm kind of breaking it down halfway, halfway, halfway. Stop judging me because you're not able to live in your truth. Or because, let me explain something to y'all. Most of the men y'all lay down with, they're down low. I'm not down low. I don't like men. And I, I make it very clear. I may not be your cup of tea or your preference, but I'm somebody's I'm somebody's glass of Hennessy. Do say anything dark. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, you go for what you know. So I'm I'm a, I, I was born a man who transitioned into a woman who it didn't get the surgery, who doesn't like men, I only like women. That makes but sense. But I to me. <laughs> but I and I and and I want to feel like a girl. Yes. But sometimes and do girl stuff. Uh-huh. But then I have my male parts. Isn't he he's still heterosexual, right? I he's a tr- no, no, she he's still- is a trans woman who identifies as lesbian. That's insane. Yeah, I always tell get me confused. that's not insane. I always get confused. I, that, I, tell me that's not insane. Literally, to me, I understood everything she was saying. That's I mean, too, but it's insane, though, right? It's it's her choice. I don't have anything past that. It's her choice. It's her life. It's her decision. You're not in the bedroom doing all the things she talks about. She likes to do with her. So, yeah, it's insane. It's, it's, live and let live. No, this this is this, this to this, to me this is bordering on mental illness. I'm thinking. Maybe this is a mental illness. I don't know. I'm still trying to understand it. Maybe maybe the whole trans movement is mental illness. I don't think so. You don't I, think so? No, I think it's a lot more complex than as three people who are cisgendered, we can't even begin to understand. And it just feels so it just feels so gaslighty because if I'm experiencing something and telling you what's going on in my body, if you're not in my body and you've never experienced what I'm experiencing, then you can't really speak on it. You've never experienced it. Whether or not my explanation makes sense to you, that's fine. But you still can't speak on it because you've never experienced it'd be like me trying to tell somebody what childbirth is like. I've never done it. Mm-hmm. I just can't. Got it, yeah. And if someone was telling you, Krista, like it can't possibly hurt. It doesn't hurt. But you've seen enough videos on it, and you've read enough research on it, right? <laughs> yeah, to, but to, that's to, the same thing. thing what I'm opinion. just saying. But people are, but people are trying to explain to you their circumstances, and we're just not believing them. It'd be I, like know. if we saw the videos and we were like, "Well, we don't believe that. It can't possibly be that bad." You're alive, aren't you? Yeah. I just feel like it feels gaslighty to tell people what they're experiencing and what they're not experiencing. Short of someone's therapist who's sitting in a room with them and going into the trenches and talking about their life and their feelings. I don't know why anybody feels the way they feel, and I'm not going to speculate. It's just so weird. There's a woman. There's a woman here who used to be a lesbian who is now back to being heterosexual, and she makes an amazing analysis from a spiritual place. Yeah. Is it Jackie Hill Perry? No, no, this is just a random woman on TikTok. Oh. She makes an, an amazing analysis from a spiritual place about these people that want to be trans, uh, gay, or whatever, that they're demons inside. Okay, but hold on. Okay. You know that this is going to get a, a phone call. So oh. <laughs> I just want you oh, to know. Oh, I, I didn't even think about <laughs> We're that. We're going to be getting a phone call over this, so just I'm, prepare yourself. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, I might not take his phone call. I don't, Andy yeah. said, not today. <laughs> not today. Well, I would take his phone call. Devil but he, is he a always, liar. Listen, no, he just always wants to talk about the same thing over and over again. Look, yeah. we I'm can just role you. play. I, I'll, I'll role play. Oh, right. God, look, he's right. calling right now. Uh, Krista, 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 <laughs> I just, I just want to ask you one question. Do you believe the Bible is the infallible word of God? <laughs> Do you or don't you? Actually, matter of fact, let's talk about the New Testament. You love the New Testament, don't you? I don't. Listen, and I don't mind talking to you, Anonymous, all right? If you have something new to contribute to the conversation, <laughs> if you keep rehashing the same old conversation, I can't talk to you. Also, if he does call, he has to check his attitude at the door because okay. he's got a little bit of a little snippy attitude. Okay, so here we go. This is a woman who, um, this is a woman who, well, you know what, let, let me, um, okay, let me, let, listen, let me, let me do this uh, on the flip side. Tracy, I see your phone call, so... Uh, we'll, we'll get to your phone call when, when we come back. But a woman who used to be a lesbian is giving a very interesting spiritual analysis about the homosexuality in the trans community that I had to sit there and think about, you know, because I'm a very spiritual person. I'm like, you might be ha having a point here. We'll talk about that when we come forward. It's KBLA Talk 1580. We know you have options, but thank you, thank you for making the best choice. The only station in L.A. of the people, by the people, for the people. Right now. Now. Right, now. right now, welcome back to KBLA Talk 1580. We've got a lot to talk about. All right, uh, welcome back, Donna. Meet you first, everybody. Kristen Kiara. You know, we're talking uh, about this woman whose um, video is very interesting. Um, she was a lesbian who operated like that for many years, and she's given her analysis on what she thinks. Uh, is causing homosexuality and people wanting to be trans. So uh, I'm going to play this for you and you tell me what you think about it. I want to talk about a real serious subject, homosexuality. And I believe I'm an authority on that because I spent 35 years of my life living as a lesbian. What the church has done is failed. They refuse to speak about this lifestyle because they're scared that they're going to lose their 501c3 or tithes and offering. But they're standing there giving you sugar when they should be giving you salt. Mm. They don't tell you that, first and foremost, that this is a spirit, not just a spirit, but a takeover spirit. If you look around the world today, look at God's family, human family. Everybody's coming out. I'm transgender or I'm ginger fluid or God made a mistake. I'm a man in a woman's body and vice versa. You got People that have influence like rappers and stars that's coming out all over the place. And the target now is children and their cartoons. And they want to put pornography in the school. They want to teach your children that it's okay to have two daddies or two mommies. And then they come up confused. You guys look. God is real. And hell is real because hell is nothing short of the master's anger. And when the church don't speak about everything in the Holy Scriptures, that allowed Satan to bring up gay churches. And that's a lie because it allowed them to live that life and still tell themselves that they're saved and sanctified and filled with the Holy Ghost. Well, the scriptures say, what does 
day and night have to do with one another. How can Satan and Jesus agree? It's not right, y'all. The church failed. And Satan don't care about if you die, your carnal body is dead and go back to dust. He cares about that spirit because he know his time is up. And he promised God that he would harm everything he created that draws breath. And he wants to take your soul to hell. I know it's real because like I forestated, I lived my life as a lesbian. In fact, it got so crazy that I decided I was just going to go out there and be the best stud that I could be and sing the blues. But God had a different plan. He showed up and done something man could never do. I tried not to be gay. It is a spirit. It's the only spirit that intertwines itself with the being of a person. You have to know and understand that the master God of this universe that created this world and hangs it on nothing. He did not make any mistakes. All right. Well, what do you think about that? I don't know. She said a lot of things. I personally, this is just my, my opinion, I think that it's irresponsible for a pastor on a pulpit to have strong opinions about someone's path mm -hmm. and their body. And if they're not also doing life with that person sitting in the trenches, I believe that this is why therapy is so important. And just biblically, we don't really have any models for huge churches where pastors are preaching to people that they're not actually doing life with. Mm -hmm. And the big temples Jesus tried to tear down. So I think what's happened is that you have people who are dealing with spaces that are very sensitive and traumatic for people say a statement and walk away. What happens if that kid kills himself because he's like, Jesus doesn't love me because I'm gay? Or what happens when they're dealing with the consequences of what was said? Mm -hmm. So if you're not, so, so to her point about the church has failed, I just feel like if you're not going to actually sit in the trenches with me, get down in the ditch with me and do life with me and walk this through with me, then it's irresponsible to kind of drop off how you feel about what I should be doing and then just walk away. Right. There is a movement of um, gay males and females who have, um, on their own, not through conversion therapy or anything, they've made a choice to try to... Um, live a different life and they've been in they're involved in the church and i can tell you that um so at my mom's church there's a couple he used to be gay and she used to be a lesbian and they met i guess there, there's these groups where there's people who are trying to change their life and they met um and they got married right. and they go around and they preach to different you know, gay um, organizations that are open to hearing them right. about their story. So um, I do know that there, there's, you know, like this woman, there's people who go out there and they um, feel like it, that, that it's their um, duty to preach the word of God and uh, their experience. And so I feel like those people and that you then trust me, I don't know about the woman, but the man, you could definitely tell, um, that he lived the gay lifestyle by you, you know how like sometimes the way that some gay men talk mm -hmm. you know I'm not trying to sound stereotypical but there's a certain talk that some gay men talk he has that same like vernacular so you could tell that he definitely probably lived the lifestyle but he speaks at different churches and so I'm I don't judge them if that's what they want to do that's what you want to do so um 
as far as pastors, I think I think for me, I, like the, the rabbi that I love, he always says, um, you, you know, we're not to judge the homosexual community. And what he says is this, Jesus loves homosexuals. He made homosexuals. He says he'll always love them, but he might not love the sin. So that's what the rabbi that I listen to says. He says, so we're not supposed to judge him. We just pray for them. So that's all that I know. Uh, what do you think about the what she said as far as that these are spirits that are taking over people's bodies and causing them to live these lifestyles? Yeah, it's just. I thought that was a. No, I thought I that was a, in, a, in a spiritual in, from a spiritual standpoint. I thought that was a very interesting take on homosexuality. I mean, I don't think it's a new take. I've heard pastors yeah. since I was little talk about the spirit that's in you, the gay spirit, pray the devil away. That's true. Love the sin or hate the sin. I feel like all of this is recycled conversation. And again, my thing is the most important thing. You can't reach somebody if they don't feel safe. You can't reach somebody if they don't trust you. You can't reach somebody if you don't love them, which is why Jesus says love people first. So just this is what the example I use. Let's say it's true. okay? because I'm not God. I don't know. There's a lot I don't know. And I feel like people stand on a pulpit and profess to know things that they can't possibly know. You didn't create the universe. Let's just say you're at a funeral. And someone died and people are crying about it. Even if it's true that the person died, doesn't make sense to walk into the funeral of people that you don't know and have never done life with to say, stop crying. The person's dead. Get over it. And Mm -hmm. I feel like the way that people try to preach truth feels like that. And it does a lot more damage than good. So even if that is something that you believe, there is a way to engage and have conversations with people as humans without trying to sit in situations that you don't understand and people that you don't know telling them what to do. Well, with how, do you, how do you tell someone I think that you are there's a demon spirit inside of you that is causing you to uh, act out on these behaviors? Honestly, unless you're praying with that person every single day and doing life with them, it's none of your business. That's how I feel. I don't like, does anybody like when a stranger tries to tell you what to do with your life without knowing anything about your situation? No, no. That's just not, no, that's like a, a human true. perspective. But, but yeah. The, the only thing I will say is like this woman, I think that if there are people who are feeling a certain way, she's a good person to maybe have that conversation with right. because she lived that lifestyle. But I think it's, it's good when you make yourself available for other people without... Right condemning people do you know what i mean because it's like if if i'm an alcoholic i want to go to another alcoholic to kind of help me out with my situation somebody who's recovered rather than somebody who knows nothing about my disease honestly i think alcoholics anonymous is a great space and Mm -hmm. provides a great example of what having trauma informed conversations should look like they do not stand on a stage yelling at people that they have demons inside of them there's real conversation you're getting to know humans and you're breaking through trauma together and to me that is a much more that's a much more healthy way to handle the situation Hmm. Hmm. let's go to tracy in inglewood what's going on tracy my goodness y'all i I don't even know where to start (laughs) (laughs) because there's, this is so many layers. First of all, being part of the LGBTQIA community, not a lifestyle, not a lifestyle. See you in the morning, not a choice. I'm, I'm a cab driver. I'm dropping, I'm dropping somebody off. Um, um, and let me let you know, this is actually my first time even knowing about y'all station. And I'm like, my first time listening, and I and I feel like my community is being attacked. Um, what, 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 what's queer, your? Oh, 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 no, 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 a, no. We're just talking. We're not. We're not no, attacking. No, we're just no, talking. no, 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 no. But no, I'm not saying that you're attacking. But I'm just let me full transparency. Yeah, okay. I'm of a black. I'm a queer. I'm a queer black woman. Right. Who did not come 
into her full authentic self until 10 years ago when I fell in love for the first time with another human being that happened to be a woman. And okay. when you say like, queer, queer is questioning sexuality, right? No, I wasn't questioning. No, I, no, no. Well, well, just, well, what, well, when you say queer, what, what can you define what that what that means to us so we can for me for me for me queer means because I wouldn't say that I'm a lesbian. Okay. Because I um, I just fell in love with a woman. Okay. Um, I wasn't. I'm not. It's not that I'm sexually attracted to other women or gotcha. anything like that. Gotcha. But I wouldn't call myself heterosexual. Gotcha. Okay. Um, but um, because. I'm only attracted to my wife. Gotcha, gotcha. As if you, if, you know, um, and so, and, and <laughs> if all the people to fill, fall in love with, to be the, the most unapologetically black woman in the world, and I fall in love with a crazy Jewish woman. My God. <laughs> wow. Wow. That part. Wow. Yeah. My brother, when I told my brother about her, she, he's like, who are you, Carl Lewis? Did you just triple jump? You jumped over <laughs> gender, um, um, uh, religious, on age, because she's older than me, right. he's like, wow, sis, really? You just went all out. You just full, you don't just mess around. Mm -hmm. But, to you know, and so I'm still relatively new to this, but the thing is, um, even the DSM um, does no longer um, call um, transgender or gay or anything like that, a mental illness. So let's get that up. Let's let's throw that right there. Okay. It is not a mental illness, right there. Okay. So let's 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 get that out. Let's throw that out the the conversation. Um, and as far as being um, transgender, it's you got to take the fact that gender and sexuality two totally different things. Okay. Who somebody is attracted to sexually has absolutely nothing to do with gender. My One of my best friends who I have known now for 10 years just completed her um, gender-affirming surgery. And right now she has not decided who she is attracted to sexually. Wow. Okay? So just be, and so sexuality is fluid. It doesn't, you know, one day you could be attracted to a woman. One day you could be attracted to a male. Sexuality is a social construct, just like race right. is a social construct. It depends on who's in charge of who, because remember, these things are made to put labels on people. And to make, you know, the, the people in charge, which means white folks. And if you know anything truly about our history, in African culture, there's no such, there is no such thing really as gender. Because, see, when it comes to sexuality, it's a, especially like when it comes to, um, it's not, it's, we are really a non-binary people. Right. Because if you go back to the motherland, we are we have like what we call two spirit people, like people that were born with you know um, what is it uh, what people call um, what is it uh, hermaphrodites or what have you. Mm -hmm. Those people were considered back in ancient times on a higher level because they had you know the best 
basically what you would think of the best of two worlds. Mm -hmm. They were considered like shamans. They were the priests and priestesses. So when the only when the only time sexuality or homosexuality or whatever you want to call it became a problem is when the white man came and colonized and made it a problem. Okay, so when and so when you have black folks telling us, oh, gay people is a problem, you know, being gay is a problem, being transgender is a problem, and all that, that wasn't because it wasn't black people that were saying that it was white people and black white people black people adopting white supremacist idea and misogynistic idea and homophobic ideology, okay? Right. So you got to think about who benefits from these ideas, okay? Who benefits from us fighting against each other and ostracize, you know, the, if we got the oppressed, oppressing other folks well how do you how do you feel about the the lady we just talked about where she says you know that this is a, spi a spiritual a, a spiritual thing inside of you that uh, <laughs> I, I, I just I, I thought it was okay. I, you know i believe in god i, I thought it was a very interesting take a, a, a different perspective uh, is from, it from, different from, though from this a, is from a biblical I don't, standpoint i personally don't feel like this perspective is different i feel like you could listen to pastors 50 years ago who were saying Tracy, the same thing hold on the line yeah, listen right. we're getting towards the bottom of the hour i want to uh, continue this conversation julio i see you is that mr x on the other line too we'll get to you also when we come forward this is kbla talk 1580 build black better finally has a black-owned talk radio station. And it's unapologetically progressive. KBLA Talk 1580. KBLA Talk 1580. 1580. Unapologetically progressive radio. Black-owned and operated from the heart of Lumert Park, USA. From the heart of Lumert Park, USA. We're listening, and the convo continues right now. All right, uh, welcome back to Donna Meet You First, everybody. <laughs> Andy, you're funny. Uh, with Christian Kiara, um, our phone number 800-920-1580. We just played this woman who used to be a lesbian. She says that uh, uh, for her whole life she was a lesbian, that she's an authority speaking on that, and that uh, God, uh, I guess, helped heal her life, and that uh, the church has failed a lot of uh, homosexual people uh, because they are preaching sugar when they should be preaching salt. She says that um, that it is a spirit inside a lot of people when it comes to the trans and homosexual people that want them to uh, deal this way, which I thought was a very interesting take. I'm very spiritual. I believe in God. And, you know, we, we often talk about this balance between or this fight that's going on between Satan and God This uh, for our souls, you know, and I was like, hmm. Could she have a point? Could this be a demonic thing? I, you know, my personal beliefs on homosexuality is that I think it's a natural occurrence, and I, because just only because it's been happening it, it, since biblical times, I, you know, if it's it's in the Bible. Now, man has made it to where you're not supposed to do that. I don't know what's right or wrong. To be honest with you, I, I do know that the world is getting more confusing, as, and that may just be getting older. Uh, and a new generation is living their life differently. We got Tracy on the phone, who is a black queer woman who didn't necessarily identify as a lesbian, but kind of fell in love with a Jewish woman, which is... An older Jewish woman. An uh -huh. older Jewish woman. Now, this wasn't just to get in the will, Tracy, was it? Yeah, you know what? That's not right. But maybe <laughs> so. I'm just kidding. Because I, I, I did make sure I was in the will and, you know, all that good stuff. And we live in Encino, so I'm not stupid. No, I know, I know. So, so, how, so, so you, you, you don't look at yourself as a lesbian... But how did you fall? No. Were you were you were you were you ever like were you were you a heterosexual woman? Uh yeah, I mean, 
had a, how, I, you know, was engaged to a man. I have a son and everything. But it was crazy because none of my relationships worked with men. What, what what was what was the what was tumultuous about it? What was or acrimonious about the relationship that 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 didn't well, where it didn't just, work? It was just that it just didn't click, and you know, sexually, uh, mentally, emotionally, because that because I grew okay. I grew up in the Baptist church, y'all, very mm-hmm. conservative, and you know, this was what it was supposed to be. It's supposed to get you know be involved with the man, you know, and all this and get married and all that but it just never did felt you ever find right. yourself attractive to women no you, you never no. You, ne- you never thought women were attractive well don i no. i would say earlier this week don was talking about how he's dated all different types of women and it was never about a particular look or skin but color. i never wanted to date he, a man i know but i'm saying you can identify with what it's like to just fall in love with a person and be like mm-hmm. oh i've never dated anyone like this before but i really like right. you but i don't know if i would i i, I couldn't say that about a man I, I, well, I, it hasn't happened. It <laughs> I don't think it would ever happen. There's nothing. Listen, I'm, I'm sorry, Tracy, but there's for me, for me, and I, and it, it really, I, I, when it comes to women, and that is my preference. Right? That, that is that is what I like. I love. There's something. And I'm not saying you're not. No, I'm, just I'm saying, not saying it's not your preference, but I think I most people can relate to what it's like to fall in love with someone. I don't. Well, you're demisexual. You them, love people. I'm just saying, who by looking at them, you wouldn't necessarily think this is the person I want to be with, and then you get to know the person, yeah, and, and you're like, wow, I love that. But person. I, I, there's it's nothing like about what had happened was yeah. what had happened was I she it was just crazy because we were friends. Um, Actually, her ex was my boss, my supervisor. And so um, her her ex was like, you know, you ought to start hanging out with Tracy because she's always going places and, let, you know, I'll hang out with her. And I was not a threat because, you know, I identified as heterosexual, straight or what have you. And we would go hanging out and stuff like that. And so then all of a sudden she stopped hanging out with me. And I'm like, okay, you know, and I, so one day she asked me out for dinner and she told me, um, the reason why I stopped hanging out with you is because I'm very attracted to you and I just can't be around you because I'm just attracted to you. And I'm like, oh, that's so sweet. But you know, I'm straight. And she's like, I know. And I just, but I had to tell you. And when I didn't freak out, I was like, oh, that's so sweet. Because it had been a long time, y'all, since somebody told me I was cute. Mm. So, <laughs> and so, but once I didn't freak out, and then the wooing began. And you ain't, y'all, you ain't never been wooed. Like, if you ain't never been wooed by a lesbian, you ain't never been wooed before. Really? Wow. Can you, what was that like? What What, what it, was the, what did the wooing entail? And, and when I, and we, let me talk about it. Was, is she the lipstick type of lesbian or the stud type of lesbian? See that's that that stereotyping, but she um, she's just an attractive woman. So she's like um, like the lipstick type. No, that's not what she I'm, said. Well, I'm, I'm trying to get a, I'm trying to get an idea of who this woman not, is. There's not there's no it's it's she's just a kind soul. Okay, and she's attractive, and because I'm not uh, again it was it was her it was her her presence it was her being it was her kindness. Um, and it wasn't her physicality or anything like that. Because, see, and this is another problem that straight people have about what lesbians, you know, about lesbians. It's like, well, like somebody asked me, well, who's, 
who's the man and who's the woman? And I said, do you ask the chopsticks which one's the fork? <laughs> mm, that's good. Maybe you've, that you, may, listen, maybe you've evolved to a place I haven't. You know, you, I have. You, I yeah. On top of the facts, and here's the problem, here's the thing. Because, of, like I said, I grew up in the church. Yeah. And, of course, when I started falling for her, I was freaked out. I'm like, oh, God, I'm going to hell, you know, and all this sort of stuff. But then I realized, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believing in him should not perish, right. but have everlasting life. There's no asterisk on that Bible verse, y'all. Mm-hmm. There's no asterisk that says that only if you're a straight white male or, you know, straight black person. No, it says whosoever. And then I also realized that for the First time in my life, and the first time I was 45 years old, and I was happy, happy. And not only that, because we started seeing each other in March of 2012. April of 2012, I found out that I had to have brain surgery, right? Now, anybody else would have said, oh, I'm out. She went to every doctor's appointment. Every MRI I had, and she didn't leave. Now, is that not love? That is love. That's beautiful. Okay, so I don't know too many straight people that would have, you know, straight men that would have stayed stuck around. Right. Or anything like that. So I just, you know, it's those things. You got to understand what the definition of love is. What, what? somebody will do for you right what you know this woman said i love her and so once i got over my fear of what people were going to say i mean because i you know i knew my family was going to freak out i knew my friends were going to freak out but see i was the same person but i was happy and i said you know i told people i said you know what if you are going to trip about this, bump you. And that's not exactly what yeah, I said, I but understand. I'm on radio, so I can't, I can't say what I said. Right. Half and ever. I'm like, you know, but see, the thing is, I, was the, I had the privilege that I wasn't going to be kicked out of my home because I was, a grown, I was grown. Right. So, I, you know, I didn't have to worry about losing my home. I didn't have to. I didn't have to worry about losing my job because you know I, I I you know I own my own business. I didn't have to. I didn't have to worry about any of those things. But what frightened me was the fact that there's so many black young black people, you know, trans, gay, lesbian, who have been kicked out of their homes just because they who they're supposed they're living who they want to be. And so when people say, Oh, it's a choice, yeah. So you think, okay, so like it's really isn't it hard enough being a black person in this world, in this country, and then you're gonna cho- and I choose to be gay. I choose to be uh, a lesbian. Oh, I really chose to be trans. Right. I think that's such Especially a, a tr- 
That's such a great point. And I think there's a bigger question where, because I don't think people even agree on whether or not they believe falling in love is a choice. Because I know some people will say, you can decide who you fall in love with. But a lot of people are like, look, no, you can't. I was not expecting no, to fall can't. in love with this person. Yeah. Now, Tracy. Um, I, think, yeah, I, I chose to fall in love with an older Jewish woman. Come on, player. <laughs> well, I, listen, Tracy, I'm happy that you found love for the first time in your life. I'm, I'm happy it's that you're happy. I'm happy that you are truly happy. Can I ask a, 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 a just a very uh, um, um, personal question? Yes, yeah, stupid what? question. How was it, <laughs> now, without getting too graphic, how was it the first time you guys were intimate? Was that was that awkward a little bit? Uh, for it, well, it, I was nervous as hell, <laughs> you know, because I'm like, what do I do? And that's that's the thing. So I've got was, one move. That's it. And so, and I was like, so what happens? And, and true story, because I said. Well, listen, Tracy, 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 hold, hold, Tracy, hold on, hold on, hold, 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 hold that thought, hold that thought. All right, hold that thought because I, w- I want you to answer this question because I want to hear it. And, and thank you so much for sharing because um, you brighten you brighten up my day with your happiness. Because the one thing I love is <laughs> and I, I'm serious. Yeah, joy is contagious. Yeah, joy is. is very contagious, and the fact that you found love, regardless of whatever society thinks about whatever you know, and the fact that you're owning your life and living your life how you want and, and, and be damned for it, what anybody thinks. I, I love that. I really, really love that. And I wish most people could find the level of happiness that you, that you found. And I'm, you know, I just hate that it took so long, but you know, everything's a journey. Hold that thought. I, I, I I'm up against uh, uh, um, uh, a stop set here. Uh, I want to, I want you to answer that question. Cause I've always wanted to dig into the personal life of a lesbian. And uh, we're going to get that. He's when not we, kidding. We're, <laughs> we're going to get that when we come. Not a, no, you're not a lesbian we're a, of an individual. But we're going to get that answer when we come forward. Uh, anonymous, I see your phone call. Julio, Justin, uh, we're going to get to you uh, when we come forward. It's KBLA Talk 15A. Be sure to follow and subscribe to all our socials at KBLA Talk 1580 on Facebook, Twitter, and IG. Stay in touch with us by downloading the all-new KBLA Talk 1580 app on your smartphone. On your smartphone. Carry the combo wherever you go. And keep it locked to the only talk station that gives you a voice. voice. KBLA Talk 1580. We've got a lot to talk about. Broadcasting live from Lamar Park, USA. USA. Welcome back to your home for unapologetically progressive radio. KBLA Talk 1580. All right, uh, let's get back to uh, Tracy. This is just this, this is the best conversation I've ever had on the radio. Tracy, thank you so much for sharing. All right, so when we, well, you know, when we last so when left, you were that, asking about my about my first time. Yeah, okay, your, so. for, for the first time. I just want to know, you know, like it's got to be awkward. Like my brother Frack, the first time I ever ever I saw your face. Yes, <laughs> it, it, it had to be awkward, right? Well, okay, it, it was. I was terrified, and I'm not gonna lie. But and and once we established that we were going to be a couple, I was scared because I didn't, I couldn't, I had no idea how to reciprocate. Right. But her thing was, you don't have to. It's all about you, because a woman. See, this is how women are. Right. It's about the partner and and 10 years later it's still all about me so that part wow Mm -hmm. well listen tracy thank you so much for sharing i mean this is wow the most amazing phone call i'm truly happy that that you found love um regardless i think that i think love really is god at the end of the day, mm-hmm. I truly and honestly believe that it's just such a pure and um, 
just a pure emotion and feeling and and and, and love comes to me comes from a place of, of goodness and, and then and i mean if we're going to talk about god what is love it's patience it's kindness mm-hmm. it's grace it's, it's kindness, forgiveness it's, it's showing up for somebody yeah so when you I have mean, somebody doing and, that for you you can't not call it love yeah you can't not call it love and before we end this about the whole transgender thing and and the mental illness when we talk about we have to be very careful yeah words are words matter yeah and and the with the way especially when it comes to black transgender women they're they're murdered and hurt and and because they're not considered human Right. And I'm not even going to bring up what happened, you know, with that a certain person and their show. And so when people don't take the act as though they're not human and that their lives don't matter, when people say certain things, it gives license and gives um, people permission to harm them. Right. A hundred percent. And so it's very, we have to be very careful about how we address issues because, like I said, my best friend is, uh, is now post-op and she had her gender re- affirming surgery. And she is, and when, like, it's not a choice because body dysmorphia, gender dysmorphia is a real thing. Yeah, I, I'm with you. A hundred percent. And I think and, people and need to. It has saved her. It's life-saving surgery again, not a choice. I think we really have to ask ourselves: What are the weight of the words that we're saying? Because it's so easy to just throw out an opinion. That's why I was saying I'm so uncomfortable with people on a pulpit and throw out words, and they're not doing life with somebody. What are the weight of the words, and, and what are the potential consequences that could come from me using my words? Because if you're reckless with your words, people can die. Mm-hmm. People die. How many people? And like I, you, you said about. Um, people committing suicide because mm-hmm. of words. Mm-hmm. And I I myself have wrestled with people saying things, and it's almost cost me my life because of words that people have said to me. So I know what it feels like because of people reckless use of words. So on that note, I am gone because I know, uh, and I really appreciate, I'm like, this is, I'm ser- telling me, seriously, I was driving down Crenshaw, saw the billboard. Oh, wow. And I'm like, cool. wait, 1580 K- I mean, look, y'all, I grew up listening to K-Day back in the day, and I'm like, what? Yes. Uh, radio? Listen. So, so, I'm like, dude, seriously? Yes. Wow. Yeah, I mean, well. I grew up listening to 1580 K-Day. Back in the day, I was bust out to the valley, and... Our bus driver used to listen to 1580K Day on the way to the valley. Oh, my God. I, I was just, and I, to have a black talk show, talk radio show, talk radio on 1580K Day, I'm just like, wow. <laughs> well, listen, thank you for, Tavis Smiley thanks you. I thank you for listening, and thank you for sharing with this conversation. We appreciate you so much. Yeah, I, I appreciate y'all, and. I, I, this will not be the last time I listen to the show. All right, Tracy. Thank you so much. Wow, I love that. That was such an amazing phone call there. Let's go to Justin and Santa Ana. Hey, Justin, how are you? I'm doing uh, – hold on one second, please. Yes, go ahead. You I might be in the bathroom. I'm doing well. How are you? Uh, good, man. What's going on? 
I'm, I'm cooking. I'm cooking food right now, and you know, I, I'm very glad that I found your show because for for a little while, I thought that I was crazy today because I was walking around. I'm like, why are all these people looking at me like I'm the, like I'm the most evil person in the world? And I couldn't figure it out. And then now, like the end of the day, I, I got home. I walked, you know, I walked like really, really far to come back home because I couldn't get to where I was going. Right. And and I walked really far to come back home, and and I was at peace. Everything that I needed is right here. Aww. So, well, well, thank you, Justin. I appreciate you uh, finding us. I don't know how you found us, but uh, I, you know, I'm glad that we can give you some peace. You you definitely do. You you you, you know, I, I called. I didn't call. I was typing to a, another radio station on the internet. And like I, I was really angry because I I, I don't know I, I felt really angry and you guys give me that opposite emotion and I appreciate that. Oh, well, thank that's you. very sweet. Right, so affirming today. I yeah, I hope yeah, everybody what is this? Is listening. This a, feel, this a feel good. Uh, was it Thursday? We need or it. Wednesday? We what need it. Peace yes. and joy are Wednesday. contagious. They're contagious, and I feel like so much of what we hear in media and see on the news is just anger and destruction yes. and trauma and chaos. So, yes, for the peace. Yes. Well, thank you so much, Justin. I appreciate the phone call. Thank you. Wow. All right. Uh, Anonymous, I Uh, see you. We're going to get to your phone call in a minute. I got to, you know, we got to do some um, spiritual cleaning in here (laughs) to prepare for your phone call. (laughs) But we're going to get to you uh, right off the top of the hour. Um, Tracy, once again, thank you for calling. calling uh, Yulio, I'm sorry I didn't get to your phone call before you uh, hung up, but uh, I didn't really think that that conversation would spark anything. I just thought it was very interesting to hear from that former lesbian who uh, said God saved her life, mm-hmm. but uh, you know, hit a chord right there when it came to Tracy's life, and that was very so nice of her sharing that she fell in love. And, and this is why I think it's important to be friends with people who are different than you. How can you understand someone's perspective if you've never had it and don't right. know anybody who went? I don't. But it? here's the thing: exactly. I don't think I could ever fall in love with a man. That's not. I just there's nothing attractive to me about a man. Yeah, I think most people, well, not most people, but I think a lot of people who surprisingly fall in love with the other sex probably said the same thing you said at one point. I don't think I could ever And, and I've had men hit on me. It's very uncomfortable. And I'm also not trying to make you gay. I'm totally not trying to do very that. Very uncomfortable. Very uncomfortable when uh, when someone of the same sex hits on you. I, it made me f- understand, um, and maybe that's what God was trying to do, what women go through when they when there are unwanted uh, uh, advances uh, upon you guys. Because um, I, I, that uncomfortable feeling was like, whoa, yeah. this is what you guys are dealing with all the time. Uh, we'll get to Anonymous's phone call and take all of yours at 800-920-1580 as well as your open mics. This is KBLA Talk 1580. KBLA 1580 Santa Monica.